Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Email from Denise to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com regarding all these statues being removed, schools and bridges renamed. It's totally ridiculous. It's history. It certainly is a debate in this country. And I, uh, I read an op-ed in the National Post by Professor Patrice Dutil from uh, Ryerson University, political science professor. If Ryerson falls, then everything must go. Professor Dutil joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Thank you for, for coming on the program. And, and uh, Professor, you take exception to the manner in which Egerton Ryerson is being portrayed by those who toppled his statue outside the university and who called for the university to shed itself of the Ryerson name. What's the argument? Well, the argument is that the case hasn't been proven that uh, the name should be removed or that our understanding of the man's contribution to our society needs to be revised. Uh, Egerton Ryerson was a good man. He was an influential man. He was a man who was respected enormously in his day and age. Um, years after his death, leaders in Ontario in dedicating a new, a new post-secondary institution, decided to honor his name, and there was lots of good reasons for that. Those reasons haven't changed. So if Ryerson, uh, where you teach, changes its name, and there are students who will not identify themselves as being Ryerson students any longer, they use an X now, I understand, but you provide a list of institutions which would then likely also be candidates for name-changing, like Brock University, Waterloo, Laurier, and others. Tell us about that aspect of it, please. Well, the the argument against Ryerson, uh, against Egerton Ryerson, was that he represented a colonial presence, uh, a, a historical presence that has no uh, legitimacy uh, in, in in today's world. So, if you apply those tests, well, you have to look at the other institutions that have been named after, um, you know, British models. Uh, Isaac Brock was a general. Uh, he represented the British Empire. In Ontario, uh, Sir Guy Carleton was the British governor in in, in in Canada, not just Ontario, in Canada in the late uh, 18th century. Um, Queen's University is <laughs> named after the Queen. Uh, University of Windsor is named after the Windsor family, the, 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 the monarch. Um, there's, there's all sorts of uh, aspects of our institutions, the, the institutions in which we live today, that also belong to our British heritage. And the logic would have to follow. If, if, if uh, Ryerson goes, then let's take a look at all the other institutions. And what will that mean? That would mean that eventually, if we follow this logic, we will basically erase a, a substantial part of our history. And I'm just not sure that we're ready to do that in the early 21st century, maybe in a couple of hundred years when the British Empire and its contribution to Canadian society has been really overtaken by other events. You never know what will happen over the next couple of hundred years. 
then maybe at that point, that distant memory can be erased. I'm just saying that it's not, I don't think that Ontario is ready for that yet. Um, well, and, and, and that reason, we shouldn't change it. And it's nationwide. And you'll, you'll, you make the point in your op-ed that naming and renaming of public institutions must be done calmly and in the spirit of reconciliation. Yes. Um, how do you do that when there's so much passion and determination involved to topple statues and make statements? Well, and I, and I, I respect, I don't respect the method, I'll tell you, but I, I respect the argument. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of people uh, will say that, you know, the name of Egerton Ryerson doesn't belong in the 21st century. But, you know, we have to do this in a, in a, calm, in a calm manner, as I, as I argued in my, in my op-ed. You know, we shouldn't be, this should not be left to individual presidents or to faculty members. These are provincial institutions. Uh, we shouldn't be doing this lightly. And I think that across Canada, and this is, you know, across Canada, we have this amateurish approach to naming things, uh, ad hoc committees. In the city of Toronto, I mean, a city of the size of Toronto, we don't even have a committee of council to systematically look at names. The province has a toponymy commission, but it does not systematically look at names. We have to grow up about this and leave it outside of passions. Make sure that people have an opportunity to make their case. And, you know, if, if there's a committee of, you know, good people who decide, yeah, you know what, times have changed. We have a different reading of history. Uh, then let's do it that way. And I'll fully respect the democratic choice. But to do it this way, based on misinformation, uh, it, it just strikes me as wrong. We wouldn't want to do our economic policy like that. You wouldn't want to do your social policy like that. Why are we choosing such a casual approach to naming institutions? It's what, just wrong. What's the reaction been to your piece? Well, my friends love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I know that feeling, by the way. I'm very, very familiar with that. Um, Beyond that, I, you know, I, know, I mean, I'm, I'm not a social media uh, person, so I really don't know, and I frankly don't care. Um, I, I, honestly, I really don't know. Uh, I'm sure the people who have, the people who would be opposed to my point of view, stopped listening a long, long, long time ago. So I don't, ex- I don't really expect to convince those people. What I'm trying to do is convince, you know, uh, the average person who's never heard of Egerton Ryerson before. Uh, who doesn't know the man's significance, and and to think deeply about the the implications of such an effort to rename a provincial organization. You know, Ryerson University has been around since 1948. It wasn't a university at the beginning. It was a, a polytechnical school, which means that it combined practical knowledge with theoretical knowledge. And that was very much in Egerton Ryerson's vision. That's what he advocated 150 years ago. So that's why the university, sorry, the, the, the institution was called that way. We're still that way at Ryerson. We still have a very practical approach to the way we teach. We still, you know, we live up to the Ryerson uh, view of education. We are respectful. We are inclusive. We are practical. We are theoretical. We are innovative. You know, we're doing all the right things. But, you know, it's funny, as I listen to myself speaking here, you know, in the 16 years that I've been at Ryerson, I've never heard one person talk about Ryerson, one official person at a national, at, 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 at a sort of school-wide uh, convocation, 
or, or event ever talk about Egerton Ryerson. Nobody knows who he is. So why should we change the name of someone we don't know? That's the logic that I espouse. Uh, one additional thought, maybe a sidebar, postscript, the bottom of the page. We graduate hundreds of thousands of high school students each year who have very little understanding of, knowledge of, interest in, the history of this nation, period. Very much, yeah. Period. Yeah. And that's wrong. Well, it's completely wrong, and it's at the root of this entire controversy. Listen, I, start, I, I first heard of Egerton Ryerson when I was a little kid in grade 7, and I was in the French school system at that point. And I remember my teacher just barely, barely mentioning Ryerson. In grade 13 in Ontario, as an Ontario kid, uh, I studied Canadian history. I took it as a full credit, and uh, my teacher covered Egerton Ryerson, and I learned very young to admire this man. But in Canada, there are only three provinces that demand that a kid graduate high school with a credit in Canadian history. Oh, it's down Those to three, three now, is it? Yeah, it's Quebec, Ontario, and Manitoba. So across the West, you can graduate high school and never, ever study Canadian history. And don't give me this argument that social studies or that civics is history. That's not history. History is a way of thinking about the past. It's not just knowledge. It's about how to think about the past. What is the significance? How are we interpreting? That whole discipline of history, which has been with us for as long as man has existed, has to be taught as a discipline. It's not social science. So what are we doing here? You know, across the country, we have been graduating ignoramuses about history for the last two generations. Is it a small wonder that we do not know who Johnny McDonald is? Most kids in this country, going back 40 years, have heard of Johnny McDonald once in their lives when they were in grade seven, never as a high school kid, because even in high school, in Ontario, Manitoba, and in Quebec, you only cover the 20th century. You never even talk about the Confederation generation. So yeah. we are a country that is unique, right? We are the country of the historical minute. You know that, that historical minute that's put out yeah. by the... 59 uh, seconds, actually. Well, okay. We're the only country in the OECD that needs that because our students are so ignorant of history. No other yeah. OECD yeah. needs to put million-dollar production in a, in, a, in a Canadian history minute because right. we're so ignorant of our history that we need that kind of thing. Professor so Dutille, I do, and I, I'm a big fan of history because I really always like to know where we came from, what we did along the way, because if I don't know where I came from, I'll never find my way home. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.